good evening, Patriots. Good evening. How's everyone doing tonight? It's Scott here from Mokasadis, here with the uh, insane intro, as I always love to do. I love me some guitar. I love me some amazing uh, drops, music drops. Oh, it just gets me riled up. Let me know. Let me know where you're all in the. Where, let me know where you're all from in the chat, and we're gonna get this party started here. Wake up, Neo. It's time. Most of us are awake here, but some of us are still straggling, but we're all going to get there. And I'm not going to lie, ladies and gentlemen, not going to lie. Definitely feeling the battle fatigue. Um, getting a little burned out, but morale is at, the, at an all-time high. At an all-time high. So as everyone gathers in here, it's going to be a good time here. So welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. We, got, we are streaming on Twitch. Periscope. DLive, and of course, with my boys over on Pilled.net, who is going to be one of two sponsors today. There's going to be another second sponsor in the middle of the show, which will be later. Got to pay the bills, got to do all that stuff. So all that's going to be coming for you guys, and we're just going to be talking about uh, just all the latest news from yesterday and today. Not too, too much happening, not too many notables, but we're going to cover everything that I see happening. In particular, we're going to be covering... Um, a fake news story from the New York Times. Uh, we're going to talk about it because it's been circulating everywhere. And uh, we just got to talk about it. Is it real? Does it have any kind of truth to it? We're going to have to see and look. So thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. It's going to be a good one to wrap up another great week of content, of shows, all my friends out there. Thank you, Methods, for hosting me and all that good stuff. Let's get into tonight's sponsor, which is Pill.net, a censor-free platform. You guys can go sign up there. It does not cost you a dime. You just have to use an email and a password, and you have access to live streaming, especially shows like this. All the people that you guys all there follow, Red Pill, Methods, 412, quite frankly, they're all on Pilled as well, and it's a social media platform that will not censor you. So let's hear a word from our boy Matt, one of the developers at Pill.net. Step in the virtual haven of Pill.net, where you remain an individual, you are in control. Experience all that Pilled.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want, load topics, activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on Pilled.net. Thanks, Matt. Thank you very much, sir. So go check them out, guys. Pill.net, censor-free platform. Cannot be more meaningful than a time right now with the times that we were dealing with, which is all out, full-out censorship. I tweeted, not, I tweeted out not too long ago, if the Constitution was written today, if it came out today, it would be in violation of all big tech's community guidelines. And I just wanted to throw that out there because free speech is certainly something that is not thriving on big tech. And I'm seeing more and more creators that weren't, you know, quote-unquote, Q or, you know, red pill news or anything like that. Now they're being attacked and um, it's really, really bad. So that's where we're at with this all right now. So we're going to get into some of the uh, some, some of the uh, notables here, some of the random news of the day. And then we're going to watch not one, not two, but probably three or four funny videos because I need an uplifting. I know you all probably need it too. Um, it's been an emotional roller co coaster and the battle fatigue is certainly uh, wearing in. And I'm looking forward, definitely looking forward to the uh, holidays and taking uh, maybe an extra day or two off. But I can tell you guys, when Trump when Trump's officially in, I am taking a vacation. And um, if I end up down in Florida, I may never come back to New York because that's that's a, that's where we're going to probably end up. But 
In other news, United States Space Force, they designated a name for their soldiers. And today, after a year-long process, I guess it was a year since the Space Force officially became a branch of the United States of the military, which is fantastic. Today, after a year-long process that produced hundreds of submissions and research involving space, professionals and members of the general public, we can finally share with you the name by which we'll be known, and that name is Guardians, and it's Heritage Mission Culture, a name chosen by space professionals for space professionals. And yeah, that is their name, and I think it's a pretty cool name. Uh, a bunch of people making fun of it, a bunch of people on the left, a bunch of people on the left still saying... Why did Trump even make the Space Force? Well, I'm sure they're going to become more and more relevant as the years go on, especially with all this hacking of our government infrastructure. So that was pretty cool. What is not cool is Dr. Fauci here saying that he went up to the North Pole to go vaccinate Santa Claus just to ensure kids that it's okay to get this vaccination. I am not making this up. Here's the 30 to 40 second clip of that video of kids asking Dr. Fauci about why does Santa Claus do it? This is beyond disturbing. Um, and Elmo's back for something else that I think is on a lot of kids' minds. Elmo's friend has a question about Santa Claus. How did Santa get the vaccine? And is it safe for him to go in the house? How can Santa Claus safely give out presents with COVID-19 spreading everywhere? How can he do it? Will Santa still be able to visit me in coronavirus season? What if he can't go to anyone's house or near his reindeer? Well, I have to say I took care of that for you because I was worried that you'd all be upset. So what I did a little while ago, I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity, and he is good to go. He can come down the chimney. He can leave the presence. He can leave, and you have nothing to worry about. Santa Claus is good to go. Isn't that sick? Isn't that sick? And I showed you, they're going after our children, and I showed you guys on the last show a video of Governor Whitmere doing the same exact thing on a Zoom call where they're talking about, you know, Santa Claus and how all the elves are social distancing and all the other bullshit that has gone along with this virus, this made up fake pandemic that we're still dealing with. And it's just at some point, ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be a breaking point and there's going to be a massive, massive movement. It's already starting right now in the streets. And uh, we're getting to that point where it's it's going to be go time in the streets. And I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about peaceful protesting and people showing up for our country and stopping this garbage, this garbage that is happening. The It's there's so much that's been weighing on me emotionally just going through all this, especially having a baby on the way, knowing I'm going to have two kids growing up in this country. And I know Trump's going to win, but right now we are in a dark time. We are in a dark time right now, and we knew we we're going to have to walk through some dark times until we got to the light. But it seems like we have been in the darkness for a while now. And any kind of relief, any kind of major win um, would be super beneficial right now just so we can have something. Something to lean on right now, because a lot of the stuff right now that we're going to be talking about tonight, it seems to be um, we're in the dark. 
we're in the dark with a lot of stuff, but this COVID stuff is not going to end. We just saw this quick article here I saw on nationalfile.com. 40% of Colorado County's COVID deaths were actually due to gunshot wounds. Now if you get shot by a gun and killed, <laughs> killed with a bullet, you can still be labeled as possibly COVID, and it's actually happening here. And another real quick point, Susan Rice warns COVID-19 is not the big one. Future pandemic could be worse. And this is why I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, if we don't do something now, if we don't do something soon, once these governments, they take power, especially our corrupt government, and most of our government is corrupt, as we're seeing being played out here with the election. If we don't, they don't, once this power that they have control where they can just keep canceling and just saying up another three weeks another month another two months they're never going to give it back to us and this is what's going to turn this is how things are going to turn out we have COVID-19 and now especially out in Europe out in the UK and in London and in Paris there's these rumors of a COVID-21 a new strain that's emerging and it spreads 70% faster and oh my god we're all going to die it's going to be bad and even Donald Trump The man himself was calling out Boris Johnson a little bit here because what Boris Johnson here was absolutely disgusting. Trump says here, we don't want to have lockdowns. The cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. And he's absolutely right. If you want to be afraid, if you want to sit in your house and not work, not live, live in fear, then you do it. The healthy human beings in this country that want to go out and continue their lives can go on and do that. We don't need the government government's permission to do anything that's why i love that uh that little quote from that guy in jersey the gym free men don't ask for permission and they don't but boris johnson here did something really screwed up he allowed about four or five days of normalcy of the lockdowns coming a little bit to to an end here christmas as far as we knew and out in there was not going to be canceled and just today There's a tier four, tier four uh, pandemic warning all of a sudden. And now they're canceling Christmas. Another three week lockdown. It's not just there. It's in London. It's in Paris. And people are leaving Paris at an alarming rate. People are protesting as they should be. And it's getting out of hand. And it's not going to stop. And I've been saying this for a long time. Just to uh, piggyback on what Tim Pool tweeted here. Lockdowns preventing people from talking to each other in person and sharing ideas. Meanwhile, communication is now mostly going through filtered social networks that are increasingly banning certain opinions. Oh, and by the way, those social networks are all all pushing Chinese propaganda. Do you see how this, this, was, this is how it was planned? This is why it's not a mystery as to why strip clubs are open and churches aren't. Back in the day when our forefathers were getting together and socializing and talking. They would do it in taverns. They would do it in churches. They would do it in secret meetings. But because this country now has exposed what mostly sheep, how we just so easily gave up our rights for three weeks to stop the spread. Here we are, December 19th. Hasn't gotten much better. And it depends on your state. I know a bunch of people, depending on what state you're in, the, uh, these lockdowns almost seem like the COVID doesn't really seem like it's a real thing. Depending on what state. Out here in New York, it's terrible. California is terrible. A big reason why I want to move me and my family down to Florida to get the hell out of this corrupt, infested socialist state. 
It's it's just it's gross. But my point of bringing this up is why are churches open and strip clubs closed because they're literally dehumanizing people. The things that humans are designed we were designed to to communicate with each other, to gather together, to have communion with one another. We're designed to. That's what we it's it's just in our DNA. And these practices that these elite have been doing is cutting that off. Cutting that off. People coming together, sharing their righteous anger, sharing their opinions, um, sharing ideas of what is going on in the world. That to them is dangerous. And they're doing it for a reason. And all the main social media uh, outlets where a lot of people, including myself, get a lot of the news is run through state-run media Fact checkers that don't even live in the United States that push their political agenda. That's what's being filtered to us. And you wonder why so many are brainwashed. So many right now are even saying, I don't even care if Joe Biden cheated as long as Trump didn't get in. These same, these same people will be the same ones with all of us going to the gulags when China comes in here and takes us all over. Same people. And then they probably even blame us instead that that happened. Trump allowed this to happen. It's so funny. It's so funny seeing the, the whole Russia thing with the hacking. We're going to get into that too, but it's so funny when you see that, oh, Russia is behind this entire thing. Pompeo has been saying it as well. It's Russia. It's Russia, Russia, Russia. So Russia helped Trump win four years ago, but now Russia didn't help Trump. Now, now Russia is trying to not help Trump this time. You see how ridiculous this is? It's so ridiculous. And when you're plugged in, when you're red-pilled, when you're an informative audience, as you all are, the woke the woke army is strong. You guys can see right through it. So I'm going to get off my soapbox for a moment. And now we're going to laugh for a little bit. We're going to laugh. And I hope all of you can still go to church or something to gather with friends and family, get together, take the mask off. Enough's enough. So... I don't know if you guys saw this video, but, you know, you've been seeing all these videos of nurses passing out from taking the COVID vaccine, people getting sick, people having, you know, um, paralysis in their face, all this crazy stuff. Well, Mike Pence, he had a situation, too. He had a really bad reaction, and he actually turned into the Hulk, which was pretty great. So we're going to do a quick uh, video montage here of some funny videos that I just want to throw together because I need to laugh, and I know you all need to laugh. We're going to watch some of this right now. Let's take a look here. Here we go. beneath me i am a god you dull creature and i will not be bullied by (laughs) if only if it were true if only it were true because i'm sure i'm sure bill gates does look at all of us as disgusting peons that you know we just our, our population needs to be stunted and controlled another video here that was very disturbing from Ian Miles Chong here, this woman here, I don't know what, we all thought this was a fake video. This woman is walking her dog, the dog poos on the grass and next to the sidewalk. She then takes off her mask and look what she does with it. <laughs> Throws the poop in the garbage. And because we're brainwashed, yep, we're going to put that thing right back on our faces. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what what kind of world this is. What kind of world are we living in? Do you see how insane this is? People are putting shit in their faces while you're outside. Why are you wearing a mask outside in the first place? And there you go. <laughs> it's just, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely sick. And one more funny video because we just, I need to laugh here. This is from Essential Fleckus. Had a great meeting with YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki. Their new policies are very fair. And he, unfortunately for Fleckus here, he got he got riled up by, uh, by uh, Susan's uh, hit squad here. So this was the video of that as well. It's funny, I just had a meeting with Susan Waj... Why? How do you pronounce that? Susan Wajluski. Susan Wozniak. Hey guys, it's funny, this, this week I had an awesome meeting with Susan Wajicki. Wajicki? Susan Wajicki from YouTube. Can you bring a little closer to me? Joe Biden, uh, okay. YouTube is committed to free speech, but there are certain things that cannot be said. Joe Biden is the most popular president of all time. He shattered Obama's record of number of votes by 12 million, even though he and I have roughly the same size YouTube channel. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Joe Biden won a landslide victory, even though Republicans had a red wave in the House and won all 27 toss-up elections. Joe Biden, Joe Biden still won. The suitcases of ballots in Georgia weren't suitcases, they were crates. Suitcases and crates are different, everyone knows that. <laughs> voter fraud, voter fraud is exceedingly rare. All right, hold on. Joe Biden got the most votes ever, even though he only won 17% of counties. When it comes to bellwether counties, since the 80s, the presidential candidate that won usually won between 15 and 17 counties. Biden was able to win this year with only one bellwether county. This is not suspicious. Okay, okay. 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 <laughs> oh, it's so good. Fleckus does really funny videos. He's over the top, and I love him for it. It's really, really funny stuff. So that's that. And uh, so, guys, I hope you're all ready to enjoy the show tonight. We're going to get in some really great stuff. We're at 2,500 viewers on DLive, 253 on Twitch, and on Pilled. Let me hop over to Pilled. We got 300 on Pilled already. So we're over already 3,000. Let's hit 4,000. On our mark, as we always do. Thank you guys for donating your lemons, your ice cream, your ninja guineas, your diamonds. Out on Twitch, you can you can go right through Streamlabs and donate in the About section. But guess what? Don't do it through PayPal because I've been banned off PayPal as of two days ago. So there's all your options. You guys can do it right through Cash App and all that good stuff. And thank you to Red Pill Methods and Space Shop for hosting me, guys. You guys are the you guys are the best. So are we ready to do this? Because I'm ready to do this. We're gonna watch a video here. I have. 
Actually, we're going to have two videos here. We're going to get right before the intro, just describing the amount of support for our president all across, not in this country, but all across the world. There is rallies going on in Hong Kong, China. There's there's stuff going on everywhere. Let's just watch this video uh, that Dan Scavino shared and Trump also tweeted out as well. Love it. And that fight for Trump was from that last Georgia rally where everyone was just screaming fight for Trump. So this video is going to lead us into the intro, guys. We're going to get to the main event here. I just I, I'm all about having laughing tonight and just having um, this this rallying the troops and get everyone excited and in a good mood, because um, I know I certainly need it. And I'm sure you as well. So this is going to lead us right into the intro, guys. Another another epic video leading us right into the intro. So, guys, let's enjoy this and have a good time, shall we? Remember this day, man. It will be yours for all time. This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. And the shield boys Trump 2020, baby. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up your eyes and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow.
All right, guys, thanks for hanging out. And uh, all I want for Christmas is Trump 2020. That's what it says in my shirt here, in case anyone was asking. I saw someone in the chat there. So yes, I'm glad people are feeling patriotic. They're feeling better. They're feeling that their spirits are rising up. Thank you, uh, Space Shot in 2002, uh, Patrick, for the Ninja Guineas there, friends. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So I'm ready to get the show started. I'm going to show you guys some of the notables of today. And yesterday as well. We're going to get into the news here. So where are we going to start? We're going to start with the Gateway Pundit here. This was a uh, referencing, which we're going to watch, a video. This is of the Michigan audit. And during this audit, there was a woman here, the uh, the poll manager, or whatever, the the uh, secretary of state manager. I don't, whoever, whatever, her, um, whatever her title was, she was doing some insanely sketchy things. And just to give you a background on to what was going on here, this is the background. Michigan Secretary of State official caught on video telling volunteers to count multiple ballots with the very same signature during the audit of votes in Antrim County. This is it's this is the stuff that's really wearing me down. The checks and balances that are supposed to be checking are also fraudulent. And it's we're all sitting here wondering how the hell is this all going to be sorted away? How is this going to be figured out? What is the, where's the end game? Where is this, where does the truth finally get out here? So a constitutional attorney, Matthew DiPerno is an American hero. Two weeks ago, Michigan 13th Circuit Court Judge Kevin Elsenheimer agreed to allow Mr. DiPerno's client, William Bailey, and a highly skilled team of IT experts to perform a forensic examination of the 16 Dominion voting machines, which this is the same team that found that humongous 68% error rate in in the votes, in the ballots. So DiPerno is the lawyer that helped this stuff go on. And DiPerno was also the one filming the video, which you're about to see in a couple minutes. So based on the Allied Security Operations Report, Constitutional Attorney Matthew DiPerno states, we conclude that the Dominion voting system should not be used in Michigan. We further conclude that the results of Antrim County should not have been certified. The stunning report was widely criticized by the Democrat Party mainstream media and by the dishonest Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson. Following the bombshell findings by Mr. DiPerno and his team of IT experts, a risk-limited audit was ordered by Secretary of State Benson. And we all we all celebrate. Yes, we're going to get the audit. We need the audit, the forensic audit. It's going to reveal the corruption, which it did, which it absolutely did. Constitutional attorney Matt DiPerno was invited to observe the risk-limiting audit. So he was invited to go there, which I'm really surprised that was allowed because every t- single time it seems like we've been trying to um, get some kind of uh, light on the situation. It seems that we are stonewalled. We are blocked. We're given some lame-ass excuse that is just more hiding of the corruption. So he was allowed in here. So um, as he was as he was uh, watching this of Antrim County vote that took place yesterday in the Kearney Township Hall in Bel Air, Michigan, where six officials from the Secretary of State continuously walked around the room observing and correcting the counters who dared to stray from their objectives. And I think that's all I got there. So the video I'm going to show you guys is this one right here. And this is the one that this Matthew DiPerno was referencing to. This went viral. It's been talked about before, but it, it's, you can't really, be, until you see it, it's really insane when you see this stuff because we hear about all the fraud and how much there was. And when you see it happening again in the auditing part, it just tells you guys, I don't know if we're going to find resolution in in these processes. We're going to have to go a step further, which we're going to get to in this episode as well. 138 ballots had write-in votes where the penmanship was exactly the same. The signature, the, the markings, the writing, they were perfectly exactly the same. In the video below, the Secretary of State official 
can be seen demanding that the counters ignore what they believe is voter fraud and count the ballots anyways. Watch this. Counts because if we don't have the counts, then we can't move forward. And we understand that there is a concern with this precinct. But this is not a time for you to be investigating right now. Did you this find is something time else? For you? No. no. So you need to move forward with the audit so we can get the numbers, so we can see how many ballots are here. Mm-hmm. But within, okay, so when we're done with the audit, there is still the opportunity to challenge the fact that we have multiple ballots with the very same signature. I, I don't know if challenge is the right word. She said, okay, we can still count for you, but we still want to challenge uh, the ones that have the same exact signature. And she, this woman, the state official goes, oh, I wouldn't really call it that or, or that's what we're doing. We're not here to investigate. But until we get we're challenging. We'll go ahead and count the ballots. Right. We, 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 need, we need you to move forward. But we will separate out and count those. And add we'll those in. We're, there's going to be a, an asterisk saying these ballots have the same and, and again, we know that you have a concern with this precinct. And, and, and soon, when you get done with the audit part of it, not an investigation, not counting, that's not, that's not your role right now, this very minute. So what I need you to do is complete the audit so we can get a number of how many ballots were in this can when you started counting, and we can move forward from there. Okay, so what I what I need for you guys to do right now is to finish the we'll audit process. We'll have a number. We'll have a number. We can't separate them out. Whether valid or invalid. We'll that, is, that is not the process right now. The process right now is for This is an audit, and this these people are literally saying, we found some errors here, and this woman is saying, that is not what we're here to do. Just like you saw in the chat here on Twitch, J 68 just shut up and help us cheat. You to put them in the piles where they belong and for the presidential vote and count the presidential votes. I, we understand that there, may, there is possibly an issue with this precinct, we, we understand that. But what I need for you to do right now is to finish the presidential race audit, not separate them out, and then we'll move forward from there, okay? But I need you to continue the process right now, please. You realize that the former state representative has had issues with counting ballots that may be invalid. I understand, but until we get a count, we, we, we need that piece done first. We need the audit piece done first because that's why we're here. And we will look at the numbers. Okay? And, and I understand that there may be an issue. And I understand your concerns. So if we can complete the audit piece right now, okay. then we can move forward, okay? Thank you. It's absolutely disgusting. They're there to do an audit. That's what they're there to do. And she keeps saying, well, that's not you. We aren't here to investigate. This isn't investigating. This is simply saying, hey, we can clearly see there's 100 ballots here with the same exact handwriting. That's impossible. Oh, no, no, no. We're not. We're not here to do that. We're just here to count. We're just here to count. How can anyone trust in any of these states that we're going in unless we have somebody holding anyone accountable that is not on the left side? How can we trust it? This is all to me just a huge waste of time. All these things are a waste of time. And I and I know this is the 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 peaceful way of going about things. Just I guess burning all your bridges until you have no other options left, following the constitution, following the state laws to do to go to go along with this. And that's and it's not like the deep state didn't know that this was gonna be an option that Trump was gonna take. They probably knew at this point that Trump didn't want to go full out war in the streets with people. So we're going to install these corrupt officials, just install lawyers everywhere, 
and just, yeah, we're going to go through our democratic process and we're and all these state laws, but we're going to use it against them. We're going to use it against the people. That is what this is. That would, our own system is being used against us and we're being gaslighted as if we're crazy when we find things like signatures matching 100 times perfectly. We all know anybody, you don't even have to be a smart person to realize there's something wrong there. But guess what? We're not here to do that. We're not here to do this. We're not here to do that. We're just here, like you, like you said in the chat, was it perfect? Just shut up and help us cheat. But all this is on video. And all this, it's just, it's infuriating. It's hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. Now, that was Michigan. I don't know what's going to come of that. I don't really know. But remember what I was talking about when the Texas lawsuit um, that we were all getting excited about? Remember I said Kentucky was one of the few states that didn't jump on board with it. And this is when Code Monkey was dropping pictures of state officials, government, um, heads, of, uh, heads of the government, all with the CCP, the Chinese leaders, just dropping uh, tr- truth bombs everywhere. And I was wondering, why is Kentucky one of the few states that hasn't followed through or, or even done anything as far as supporting Trump? Mitch McConnell's from there, which I pointed out so many times with him and his wife, with CCP shipping, uh, shipping boats they've done deals with. Mitch McConnell won his, his, uh, his election by some weird numbers where he had a 17% approval rating, but then he had a... It, it, this, this fraud went both ways. It went both ways, and we saw Mitch McConnell say, yes, we need to go get on the train. Joe Biden's president-elect and all this other garbage. Well, we found this out today from the Kentucky Republican Attorney General from the election wizard here, gave the press the world's lamest excuse for not joining the Texas election suit. And look at this. Just like the rest of the crooks, the rest of the swamp that would love to use COVID as an excuse, they said Cameron said his office was too busy focusing on COVID litigation. That's right. COVID litigation was more important than this Texas lawsuit to decide who the leader of the free world is going to be. There it is. COVID litigation. Here's the real reason. Kentucky didn't join because Mitch McConnell wouldn't let them. Mitch McCain. We need to change his uh, last name from McConnell to Mitch McCain because that's exactly, he's a traitor. He's a traitor. And so are the rest of the rhinos. And they're gonna, their careers are going to get destroyed. I can promise you that because there are 70, what, 78 million, 74 million, whatever the number is, that are not Republicans. We are MAGA. We are patriots. And by the way, if you say patriots now, according to some outlets, the word patriot is considered as fringe right wing now. The gaslighting is insane. We are being attacked from all, all angles. We are surrounded by enemies, and it's disgusting what we're seeing here on a daily basis. So that's Kentucky. So we're going to go bounce around from state. This was Georgia, and we know Georgia's runoff election is coming up very soon. And wouldn't you know it, you know, the state farm arena where, you know, the toilet blew up or the gas, the gas pipe blew up or the water main pipe blew up, wherever the hell the story was that was fake, not true, and was proven to be false, this was taken literally. I think this was, uh, this was yesterday. And from the State Farm Arena, where the same exact elections are going to go off. Look at this. Look at these trucks happening in Georgia again. Reminder, State Farm Arena is a voting precinct. Big time election violation and crime. Look at this. Vote Democrat. Get $1,200. Get Bidenbucks.com. These are real pictures. What the hell is going on here? How can we expect anything different? 
anything different from the Georgia runoff, you know, and how important this is with Purdue and the other one to hold the Senate. I just, I would never encourage anyone not to go out and vote. But it, unless unless there is, in, you know, some kind of more, there's got to be real, the actual laws abided by with Georgia as far as the poll watching, the counting, everything. How, and how else can you trust the system when you know it's rigged ahead of time where you're going to lose by insanely thin margins and it's going to go to the corrupt Democrats? It's hard to go out there, but you all need to go out there and vote if you're in Georgia. It's absolutely important. You go show up and vote and you break the algorithm <clears throat> like we did on November 3rd. That's what you guys go out and do. You break the algorithm like we did back in November where they had to shut down in the middle of the night to change their numbers, to get their algorithm set right so they can continue the steal. That's what needs to happen. In Georgia, with Kemp and Raffensperger, disgusting things are happening and more news from Real Clear Investigations. With U.S. Senate runoffs near, Georgia's not prosecuting its unprecedented number of double voters. The ones that were double voting intentionally, guess what? They're just going to be let off the hook. More than 1,700 Georgians were singled out for illegally casting two ballots in 2020 elections, including last month's hotly contested presidential race, but their fraudulent votes weren't canceled out, according to state election officials, and so far, none of the cheaters has been prosecuted, raising concerns about continued fraud as Georgia prepares to vote again in twin U.S. Senate runoff elections next month. Then the majority of the double voters were Democrats who cast an absentee ballot either by mail or Dropbox and also voted in person on Election Day, officials said, which is a felony under state law. But guess what? The state laws, they don't matter. The judges don't care. The states don't care. The federal government doesn't care. No one is getting held accountable. Nobody that I can see so far is being held accountable. It's absolutely disgusting. And what's even more disgusting is this part here. Hundreds of workers assigned to control poll sites were recruited and trained by the Democrat-run Georgia chapter of the ACLU. Oh, there we go. Bunch of winners there. And a minority-owned temp agency run by Democrat donors, according to documents obtained by Real Clear Investigations. Most of them were young and inexperienced. And these were the same ones that saying, if anyone challenges you, anybody, you threaten them with prosecution. Yes, threaten them with prosecution. You can go to jail. You can you can get arrested. This is this is straight Venezuelan Chinese communist shit going on right now. And it's 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 so bad. And I even read another story where they're literally the people that were there the first time in these Georgia polls, the um, the experienced poll watchers, some of them supervisors, managers, they're being let go. For this Georgia runoff, the poll workers, they're being let go and new ones are getting installed because they know for sure if they let those people back in, the ones that are trying to do their jobs, the Republican poll watchers, they know they're not putting up with any of this stuff the second time around two months later. So you know what they do, just like YouTube did with everybody, what you Facebook does, what Instagram does, you get canceled, you get kicked out, you lose your job. They install someone else that's going to continue the steal. It's really hard not to be upset and angry right now. It's so hard. And it's taxing. It really, really is. But there are people like Lynn Wood out there that are trying to do something to stop what's happening here. And this is from the Epic Times. Lynn Wood sues Georgia over administration of Senate runoff elections because he knows he knows the same crap's going to keep happening unless something 
someone, a judge, steps up and does something. Attorney Lynn Wynn on December 18th filed a lawsuit just yesterday against the Georgia Secretary of State alleging that the administration of the U.S. Senate runoff elections in the Peach State violate state election laws and the U.S. Constitution. What is calling on the U.S. District Court in the Northern District of Georgia to order election officials to conduct voter signature and identify verification in accordance with state law rather than the directives of election officials? The lawsuit also challenges election procedures related to how, when, and where the absentee ballots were delivered and opened. And as a result of the defendant's violations of the U.S. Constitution and the Georgia legislature's election scheme, the runoff election is and will proceed in an unconstitutional manner and must be cured in a constitutional manner, the lawsuit states. And it's really sad because I feel like our Constitution has just gone on the back burner. It's just it doesn't exist. It doesn't need to be referenced anymore. It's outdated. And of course, I don't think the Constitution is perfect. I think it absolutely I was listening to a reasonable Reasonable Craig, his a uh, reasonable TV with Craig, and he had a, he had some good points saying that yes, the the Constitution there's probably some definitely things that can be amended to it to give it a little bit more update, especially especially with uh, with uh, the internet and the, and censorship and free speech, because that has completely changed. Our public forums are are, are on these big tech platforms. <laughs> I can tell you in the next ten years that's going to be very different going to be extremely denied even tenure give it give it a couple years of the landscape of social media and what that's going to look like it's going to be completely different i can promise you that but at least linwood here is trying to do something because he knows he knows that it's we could possibly get the same results and this could be also cheated it's we're running out of time we're running out of time and i'm trying to stay calm and i am staying calm i know it's going to work out it's just there's Trump always comes through with something that we're not expecting. And we'll get to that just a little bit. So that was Georgia. That was Georgia. So we're going to be waiting on on that lawsuit. Probably going to get shot down by another corrupt judge. So we'll see what happens. So out in Arizona now, we're going to switch to uh, Arizona. We were waiting on getting these subpoenas for all these machines. Remember, we were talking about this on Methods of Madness show, talking about how this audit was going to be a hundred times better than the one that happened in Michigan. And we found some amazing things in Michigan with the 68% error rate. We were actually going to get the entire Maricopa County that accounts for one third of the entire state's voting base. We were going to get access to all those machines. That's what the subpoenas were for. This needed to be voted on. And you know what? The Maricopa supervisors, they decided to vote against it. They voted four to one to resist and fight the legislative subpoenas. Democrats Steve Gallardo and Republican Soups, Clint Hickman, Jack Sellers, and Bill Bill Gat- Gatesias vote to take it to court. Republican Supervisor Steve uh, Cherky opposed the measure in favor of a transparent audit. So again, more stonewalling, more slow walking. If if you had nothing to hide, prove us wrong. Prove all these experts wrong. Prove these IT security, um, cyber warfare guys wrong. Prove them all wrong. If you have nothing to hide, why are you doing this? It's so obvious. And they even try to take it a step further by going to a judge and asking a judge to stop this entire movement altogether to get the subpoenas. Maricopa County attorneys are asking a judge to squash Legislative subpoenas for a forensic audit of Dominion machines. That can only mean one thing. We're over the target, Patriots. Hashtag hold the line. And that's absolutely right. 
Why other? Why else are you going to do this? And the worst reason that they could have possibly given, and we heard this from the Supreme Court too, because remember, supposedly the the uh, the Supreme Court doesn't want to get uh, you know they don't want to cause more riots because of their of their actions to decide on the uh, on the uh, election. Same thing here with uh, Arizona. The uh, praying medic says. The courts provide a remedy for fraudulent elections because it might set a precedent. Local officials can't comply with lawful subpoenas because it might set a precedent when crooks run the government. And this was uh, one of their statements here. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors' right to question the constitutionality of the Legislative Committee's recent subpoena. Implications of the precedent it would set are dangerous. Dangerous. You know what precedent is? It's not even a precedent. It's already in these state laws that it's okay to audit these things. They were already there. But they know when these things get get torn apart and these uh, machines get bro- get opened up and their code gets exposed, they know what it's going to set. And they're using this lame-ass excuse saying it's going to set a dangerous precedent. Well, guess what? If in 2024... If there is bad things suspected of happening with the machines or whatever it is, bring in an auditing team and open up the machines. Let's be transparent on both sides. If no one has anything to hide, we'll find out what it was. What precedent are you talking about? Because it hasn't been done before? No, you know what it is? It's the country waking up and realizing our elections have been tampered with and screwed around with because of deep... until Trump showed up, we're all rooting for deep state presidents. People wonder, or we're saying, without with Al Gore and Bush, that that there, there's the precedent. So the Supreme Court was cool with it. They 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 allowed this to go happen. That happened in a set of precedent. And guess what? Al Gore and Bush, they were both deep staters. You know who's not deep state is Trump. Trump versus Joe Biden. And you wonder why we're in the situation we're in right now. We don't want to set a precedent. Got it. Okay. So when you're talking about deep staters and you wonder why, it still baffles me. How the hell did, who screwed up the 2016 election? Who screwed up for Hillary? Somebody did or a bunch of people did. How the hell did Trump get in? A miracle, an act of God? The memes, the meme warfare that was going on that I, I mean, I was seeing, I was making fun of it at the time. I didn't really care. What was it? But apparently, the history of especially Hillary Clinton and Smartmatic and these voting machines, this was well known. This was well known in other countries, especially countries like Haiti. And this one is very, Haiti is a very special country when it comes to the Q drops and the things that were that were talked about in the drops about the black vote and the once Haiti is exposed, the black the black vote is going to completely turn on the Democrats. Bunch of stuff. Check this out from the Art of War on Twitter. Globalists have been rigging elections for years using Smartmatic. Why were the Clintons so interested in rigging the election in Haiti in 2010? Remember the cat- uh, catastrophic earthquake in Haiti in 2010? Recall Clinton Foundation fleecing the Haitians after the EQ. CF Wood, and here's an email. This was from Monday, May 17, 2010, from Laura Graham. Oh, from Bob Nash to Laura Graham. 
talking about exactly this. Laura, just a heads up that James Lee Witt has spoken to President Clinton about a company we're working with that does successful elections in underdeveloped and developing countries. The name is Smartmatic. Smartmatic being talked about in 2010. They just completed a a successful election in the Philippines. I will send you an article on this. They also have extensive experience in many places. I will send you their record. They are one of the top three most successful companies in the world in this kind of work. In this kind of work, as far as flipping elections, I will send you some info on them. James Lee will ask if the president has time to meet with them and hear their thought on the Haiti elections. And as you scroll down here, just to continue the sentence, CF Wood, strong interest in controlling Haitian elections. That's Clinton Foundation. Strong interest in Clinton and controlling Haitian elections to ensure they could bribe the leaders to turn a blind eye as they pillaged and re- the resources and stole their children. Remember Q's post relating to Clinton Foundation in Haiti? How many kids disappeared during the post-EQ? And I'm not going to dive into all that right now, but it just goes to show you that the knowledge of Smartmatic, the knowledge of these companies, of what they did, has been well known for a very long time by these deep staters. It was in the plan. It was in the works. And the same exact software that was used in the machines we used in 2016. And here we are now. Same outcome. Rigged elections and fake polls. This is what we're dealing with. And Hillary is no, she is, she is no mystery woman to this entire, this entire thing. There's a clip I'm about to show you. I don't know when this was. She was on with Rachel Maddow on CNN talking about how it would be great if China were to hack and steal the 2020 election. Listen to this. Listen to this one. This one will blow your mind. Imagine, Rachel, that you had one of the Democratic nominees for 2020 uh, on your show. Mm-hmm. And that person said, you know, the only other adversary of ours who's anywhere near as good as the Russians is China. So why should Russia have all the fun? And since Russia is clearly backing Republicans, why don't we ask China to back us? I hereby tonight ask China. That's right. And not only that, China, if you're listening, why don't you get Trump's tax returns? I'm sure our media would richly reward you. And there you have it. It's funny how she says, look, it's clear that the the Russians are backing the Republicans. Really? Supposedly, which we're going to get into right now, this cyber hack from SolarWinds infiltrated our government, our Treasury Department, post office, so many other 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 uh, outlets in government, but they're for the Republican Party. Well, why? Well, if this is true, why didn't Trump become the winner anyways with the election? If that were the case, it's it's all nonsense, literally nonsense. So let's get into this hack just for a little bit more because we're getting more information on it. And yeah, Hillary, I don't think Hillary was joking. Everything from Russia, Russia, Russia used to cover for China, China, China. That was it. Look at Eric Swalwell. Literally trying to go after Trump and just years before, even a year before, sleeping with Fang Fang, a communist spy of the CCP. But apparently, supposedly, Trump's peeing on beds in Russia. I hate these people, guys. I hate these people. These traitors of this country, the gaslighting, they think we're idiots. They think we're idiots. 
Trump today about the hack. He finally came out and said something on the hack. He hasn't said much. Hasn't said much, and it's been kind of irritating because I wish he was a little bit more vocal. That's just my personal opinion. But he came out and said this today. The cyber hack is far greater in the fake news media than in actuality. I've been fully briefed, and everything is well under control. Russia, Russia, Russia is the priority chain when anything happens because lamestream is, for mostly financial reasons, petrified of discussing the possibility that it may be China. And he puts in parentheses, it may. There could also have been a hit on our ridiculous voting machines during the election, which is now obvious that I won big, making it an even more corrupted embarrassment for the USA. I'm telling you guys, Trump is not happy with any of this. Obviously so. That's not, that's not breaking news. He has got to be disgusted. He has to be embarrassed for this country. The entire world is watching us right now. And I was going to play a video of this guy um, that Ron CodeMonkey had, had posted before. It was a... This was a Serbian man, which I'm not going to play. It's 10 minutes long. I'm going to drop the link later. Maybe we'll watch it at the end of the show. Of him literally calling out America saying, what you guys are seeing, what I am seeing here with other countries, we have gone through this exact thing. We, seeing what Joe, happened with Joe Biden in the election, we know exactly what happened to you guys. Everyone in these European countries, these, uh, these, you know, these other countries that people live in, they're looking at us like, wow, I can't believe that happened there. And the American people are just allowing this shit to happen. And they're even cheering for it, some of them. Half the country is cheering for it. And they know exactly what it is. It's communism. It's the, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of a takeover. And it's, it's just, I just wish people would wake up. And our side is woke. That's definitely not the problem. The good woke. Not the uh, angry, tolerant left woke. Completely different. But let's get into this solar winds hack here because uh, we're seeing more information come out here. So Catherine Heritage says here, transcript Pompeo on Mark Levin show. I can't say much more as we're still unpacking precisely what it is, and I'm sure some of it will remain classified. But suffice to say, there was a significant effort to use a piece of a third-party software to embed code inside of U.S. government systems and it now appears systems of private companies and governments across the world. This was a very significant effort. I think it's the case that now we can pretty say pretty clearly that this was the Russians that engaged in this activity. And I just, I don't know why, if that's even, that's fine if it's true. But when Mike Pompeo just says it's just one country, maybe they're saving China for the, for the bomb later when they drop, uh, you know, all this information on us, letting us know that it was in fact China, Iran, and Russia. I'm good with that. Can we just not just talk about Russia Russia is what woke me up. This hearing so much Russia garbage, I was like, this cannot be true. It's just too much. I'm so over the Russia stuff, and I'm sure you guys are as well. But the, he put out this statement, Mike Pompeo, yesterday. The U.S. Department, U.S. Department of State, put this statement out talking about a company that they have now sanctioned due to the to, 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 for uh, supporting Maduro's regime with fraudulent elections as of December 6th here. Treasury Department action also targets Guillermo Carlos San Agustin and Marcos Javier Machado Requina for having acted for on or on behalf of the ex Clay CA, that's the company, San Augustin, a dual Argentine and Italian national, is a co director, the administrator, and majority shareholder and ultimate beneficial owner of ex Clay CA. Machado, a Venezuelan national, is co director, the president, and minority shareholder of that company. This is the juicy part. 
This company has millions of dollars of contracts with the illegitimate Maduro regime providing electoral hardware and software to regime-aligned government agencies. Ex-Claycia was aware of and involved in the regime's efforts to rig the fraudulent December 6 elections, thereby undermining democracy and suppressing the voices of the Venezuelan people. This company also helped Maduro's Coopton National Electoral Council to purchase thousands of voting machines from China, routing those payments through Russia, and then they shipped the voting machines through Iran using rogue airlines Mahan Air and Convicia, both previously targeted by the Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Assets Control. To me, when I read this, ladies and gentlemen, they are painting the blueprint. Hey, America, we know what they're doing out in Venezuela, where the same Dominion machines were made for us as well. This is the blueprint. The machines were purchased from China. The payments went through a Russian financial system, and then they were shipped through Iran. Now, it would be great if we were talking about the United States. That'd be fantastic, Mike Pompeo. But it's Venezuela. And I'm hoping, you know, at some point, when this gets fixed over here in the United States, it's going to set a domino effect to all these other countries that have been screwed so many times by their corrupt leaders, just like this. Just like the Democratic Party is doing to us right now. The same thing. The same thing, because... China is ultimately the problem in this entire thing. COVID, um, this election, Russia, 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 it's all to take away the eyes off China while they continue to destroy us from the inside out. That is what's happening. And here on Fox News, Gordon Chang warns China is configuring its military to literally kill Americans. And this is what he says here. The United States shouldn't be enriching a hostile regime that is configuring its military to kill Americans. And China is, and he just said it again, we shouldn't be enriching a hostile regime with our trade and with our investment. I believe that decoupling is what we absolutely have to do, especially this year. Chang's comments follow a recent Pentagon report suggesting that China is planning to double its stockpile of nuclear warheads in this decade, including those designed for ballistic missiles that can reach the United States. The report adds a time clock to Trump's decision, Chang said. President Xi Jinping has been talking increasingly. This is the scary part, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this. He's been talking increasingly about this notion that China has a mandate of heaven to rule the world. And they believe that they not only have the right to do it, they have the obligation to do it. This is how they feel about our country. And I've been wondering why for so long. I don't know much about global economics, trade deals, all that stuff. I don't know if you can simply just say, hey, China, we are cutting off everything from you. Investments, trade, you are considered an enemy of this country. You've infiltrated us. I'm telling you, I thought this hack could was going to be, we're going to be declaring war on some kind of country any day now. That's what I felt like the first time I heard about solar winds and what they were doing. And from what I'm seeing, it seems to be more of an espionage, more than a takeover, but we were still waiting on that. Maybe it's not as bad as we're, as we're as the mainstream media and other outlets are claiming it to be. I don't really know. We're still kind of really left in the dark as to the extent of what's happened here. And all we really know is that this attack started way back in March. It sat dormant, and it's been collecting God knows what information on all of our um, on all of our government agencies, and it's just been it's been doing damage. And we now just caught wind of it, 
or maybe it was known about and nothing was done about it, or they maybe they couldn't do anything about it because it was so advanced. Either way, it seems like we have been put on notice saying we are not by any means unimpenetrable because we clearly are. We clearly are. So this is what I'm saying. Everything going on at the Supreme Court, everything going on the judges. When are we going to get justice? When are we going to start getting some real, what's, what's it going to take to get real results that we all want? And even Ron put out a poll on Twitter yesterday as saying, if Trump were to declare martial law for a temporary amount of time, how many people would support it? And it was like 130,000 votes, and it was like 89, 90%. People said they were totally on board. Let's back Trump up. So that just tells you. That tells you where, where a lot of the people are. That's a nice little little section of the uh, Twitter sphere of people voting that they're totally cool with it. But there was an interview done with General Flynn here talking about solar winds and what it could mean for our, for our, our, for Trump as to his options, as to what to do going forward. And I've been saying it. I really believe the military is the only way. And listen here to what Flynn had to say about that. Solar winds is an, is an entry point into the rest of our entire U.S. critical infrastructure. So everything that touches the United States government, if you enter through this solar winds uh, attack that we received, you now have access, you have, you basically have keys to the vault and you're inside of the, you know, you're inside of our, of our home and you're able to rummage around and, and do damn near anything. So it's a very, very serious attack. I would say on one hand, okay, on the other hand, we cannot be distracted because this attack, we, we now, I believe, we've known about it for about six months, the way I understand it. So when we talk about our election security, Lou, I think that this is, a, this is all part of it because there is a relationship between this solar winds uh, attack, which has basically penetrated our entire critical infrastructure, as well as our election security. So. We, we have to look at everything that we're doing and we have to, you know, everybody's got to take a deep breath and back up and say, okay, with all of the egregious behavior that we have seen on our election security, we cannot stand for foreign influence, we, which we have direct evidence of foreign influence. We also have evidence now from other countries, other foreign partners who have evidence. In fact, they were watching the attacks on our election system, our election process on the 3rd of November, and they are willing to provide that directly to the president. What you guys just heard there is a, that should be breaking news. What Flynn just said, there were foreign, there were other foreign countries and allies watching our election as was happening live. And they are willing to bring evidence to the president completely outside the country to show that this was in fact influenced and rigged and corrupt. So we now have that evidence and we received that today. It's very, very important. So there, there are there are foreign partners and allies that are willing to help us, but this foreign influence against our election security and into this solar winds uh, system is really, really dangerous and, uh, and, and more has to be done. More does have to be done and we're gonna find out exactly what that more means and all that other stuff because what I am seeing here is just, is just we need more action. We need absolutely more action. And I just, just want to give you a shout out to the woke army out here. We're at 3,000 on DLive, 340 on, on Twitch, and also 425. We are absolutely killing it. 
we're almost at that 4,000 mark with, with, uh, with Periscope. I know we're at the over 4,000 mark. So guys, thank you for showing up in numbers as you always do. I love you guys. You are fantastic. So when I see that stuff, I'm going to show you guys just a cringeworthy picture here that I wanted to throw in here. There was a White House party. A White House party last night, and Brian Kemp was there with his daughter taking pictures. And I thought, how awkward is this? How the hell? Why was this guy even invited? I don't know anything about his daughter. His daughter just lost her boyfriend in that... that, uh, and that supposed quote unquote car accident, AKA explosion. And Brian Kemp's here with his daughter taking pictures inside the White House holiday party. And I saw this. And actually, you're gonna see it right here. Jenna Ellis here, she tweeted out last night one word seriously, 18, almost 19,000 likes on that. I don't know who, who decides that. When I saw that, man, I got such a disgusting taste in my mouth. This guy that installed the mini machines in his state took kickbacks from China for it. It's just, my God. And this this traitor's in the White House. This is why I'm saying, man, the military. We need to bring the military in because the civilian, the civilian institutions are failing. They are running amok. They are corrupt. And I'm going to show another clip here of Michael Flynn talking about this. Trump could deploy military to rerun the election. Will this happen? I don't know, but listen to what the general had to say about it. I hear some murmurings. Uh, you know about the staff shakeup at the Pentagon. They're putting people in place who might not be opposed to aggressive action. And the president mm-hmm. does have some options, at least on paper. Can you tell us what those options are and um, your opinion, if you might take any of them? Well, I, you know, I don't know if he's going to take any of these options. I, I mean, the president has to he has to plan for every eventuality because we cannot allow this election and the integrity of our election to go the way it is. I mean, this is just totally unsatisfactory. There's no way in the world that we are going to be able to move forward as a nation with this. So the president has a has a, a and I just mentioned one of the options. I mean, he could immediately on his order seize every single one of these machines around the country on his order. He could also order, he could order the, the um, in, within the swing states, if he wanted to, he could take military capabilities and he could place them in those states and basically rerun an election in each of those states. I mean, it's not unprecedented. I mean, these people out there talking about martial law, it's like it's something that we've never done. We've done, the martial law has been instituted 64, 64 times, Greg. So I'm not calling for that. We have a constitutional process. We clearly have a constitutional process. I think you highlighted some of that in, the, in, the, in your previous segment. That has to be followed. But I will tell you that I'm a little concerned about Chief Justice John Roberts at the Supreme Court. I mean, that we, we, can't, we can't fool around with the fabric of the Constitution of the United States. And I think that right now the Constitution, if the, if the Supreme Court doesn't get involved in at least making sure that the, that the fabric of that Constitution is, is held together. And all they have to do is look at the evidence. They have to look at the evidence. I'm not certain. In fact, I don't believe that the Supreme Court of the United States has even looked at the merit of any of the cases that have been put forward yet. What they've been looking at is process files, whether mm. somebody crossed a T or dotted an I. And that, that's unsatisfactory. That is, to me, that lacks courage. It lacks moral, moral fiber. Uh, within the uh, within the uh, the chief justice and frankly within the members of the Supreme Court, and I 
He's absolutely right. Everything he said, I agree with. Now, do I think deploying the military and then having a rerun of the election? I don't know. I don't know even what that looks like. What would people reaction? What would the media? It would be it would be a nightmare. But all these talks about yes, the what's it called? The uh, martial law has been used so many has been used sixty eight times. It's not like it's not it never been used before. The media makes it out to be like Trump uses laws from two hundred years ago that no one uses anymore, and he uses it to his advantage. That's the way they go. That's the way they paint that narrative that they want so badly. But to me, because I've been talking to my friends, talking to family, the way forward, if Sidney Powell's lawsuits don't go through, if if um, if Lynn Wood's lawsuits don't go through, what what where do we go? Where do we go from there? And the Oath Keepers here, this is from the Gateway Pundit, say it out pretty clearly what needs to happen. President Trump must use the Insurrection Act to stop the steal and defeat the coup. Everyone knows who the Oath Keepers are, and if you don't, they're a nonpartisan association of current and formerly serving military, police, and first responders, and the uh, mainstream media loves to call these far-right extremists. All they are is patriots that fought for a country, served their country, and, you know, they believe in this thing called defending the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. The oath mandated by Article 6 of the Constitution itself is to the Constitution, not to the politicians. And oath keepers declare that they will not obey unconstitutional orders, such as orders to disarm the American people, conduct warrantless searches, or to detain Americans as enemy combatants in a violation of their ancient right to jury trial. The oath keepers' motto is not on our watch. Because of their love for country and the U.S. Constitution, they are mercilessly attacked by the American left, and they absolutely are. The Southern Poverty Law Center claims they are racist, which shouldn't come as no surprise. That's another one. Far-right racist. Any group that supports our nation's foundation is an enemy to the radical left. And the big thing here, early, earlier this week, the Oath Keepers called on President Trump to use the Insurrection Act to stop the steal and defeat the coup. Ladies and gentlemen, as I would love to know what you guys think about this. Because I don't have any other ideas besides this right now. And I was saying before, but Trump, what he always comes out of left field with something we never expected. And then we're like, oh my God, this dude's a genius. Is it going to be violence? Is it going to be military? Is it going to be something that none of us thought saw coming? That's usually how this ends up. Guys, Trump is not going to leave us in a situation and look at Joe Biden, shake Joe Biden's hand in the transition and be like, well, I did my best. Sorry, guys. Joe Biden's the president now. They're going to go after Trump and his family, guys. You think Trump's just going to go off and go live in Mar-a-Lago in Florida and just spend the rest of his days in Florida? They're going to go after him. They're going to make an example of him. Do you know how much? Look at how much unity the man has inspired, not just in our country, but in other countries across the world. I showed you, that's why I played the video before, of all the rallies, the grassroots uh, rallies that are being done in Korea, Japan, Europe. I've never seen a president gather so many people in this. We have finally seen what a non-deep state president can do and what it looks like and when it benefits America first. That is exactly what these deep staters don't want. We know what we want. We want America first. We live in this country. 
Things were going fantastic until COVID showed up, which had nothing to do with Trump. It was all due to China, the Chinese virus. That's exactly what it is. It came from Wuhan. It was made in Wuhan. It was used to, to, to throw a monkey wrench in Trump's momentum, our economy, and ultimately get mail-in ballots to come in mass and screw us over and take over the election. It was all part of the plan. A virus that has a 99.98% survival rate. And we are also locked up in our houses. And we allow this to happen. And why I keep saying they will never get the power back because now that they have the power, they are never going to give it back because they know if we go back to normal and they try this route again with an epidemic or a pandemic, they will, we will never comply again. There will be too many of us. It's now or never, ladies and gentlemen. It's now or never. Not next year, not two years, not four years. None of that. None of that. Because this country will be gone. It will be gone. The way Joe Biden's coughing and carrying himself about, it doesn't look like he'll even make it to the end of the year. And Kamala Harris still hasn't given up her Senate seat. But what I want to talk about real quick here is, again, Mike, pa- Mike Pompeo and Stephen Muchin about this executive order. This was interesting because there's a lot of rumors going around that these two were dis- in disagreement about this executive order, and that was not true. And Steve uh, Muchin here and Pompeo cleared this up. There is no disagreement between me and Pompeo and me regarding the implementation of the president's executive order, the one we're all waiting for. We are coordinating closely on an interagency basis. And then Pompeo also wrote, there is no clash between me and Steven Muchin. We are simply working to resolve interagency mechanics of an important executive order. When I read this, ladies and gentlemen, this is telling me that something unprecedented is coming and all these agencies that both Pompeo, Mushin, maybe others, they are creating a foundation of communication between all these agencies to be prepared for what they're about to enact. That's what I think is coming here. And it might start with the executive order. It might start there. And they're getting this built now and getting it ready January 20th is just a month away now. We are again coming down to the wire. News cycle-wise, that is a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, all we need is one victory. One major victory will change, will change the morale, and I know we're all still feeling good. I've never lost faith. I'm not going to lose faith. All we need is one major win, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to send another red wave throughout this country. People are going to start having rallies. People are going to start showing up. That's what's going to happen here. That's exactly what's going to happen. And Maximus, just to add some context to this, both Pompeo and, and Stephen here openly tweeting about coordinating department departmental implementation of an important executive order. Now, you all know, like Dad, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but the timing of this cryptic message is so odd. And I'm not into the messaging, the decoding, and all that stuff. I was into that stuff when I first got into the movement. I'm not so much into it now. To me, it's just a waste of time. The whole comms thing, is it comms, comms, comms? I don't know. And if you could, how could you prove it? To me, it's just a waste of time. But we're going to have to see what happens. Because I'm really interested in seeing where this goes. Now, I just want to get to my sponsor, um, my second sponsor of the night here real quick. This is a new business, and we're going to get into this story the story of Sidney Powell possibly being the special prosecutor for Trump and 
why I think this may be fake news because it was originally coming from the New York Times. And we're going to talk about this because I saw a lot of people talking about it. Me, myself, was interested into it and then realized it was the New York Times, Maggie Alberman, which all of a sudden I cannot possibly think that all of a sudden she wants to write anything positive about Trump. She's from New York Times, but... Just real quick here, ladies and gentlemen, as we get tonight's sponsor, which is going to be Breakthrough M2 or Alula Wellness. It's a it's this is a diet, which I'm actually going to be participating in at the beginning of the year because I got to lose some of that covid, some of that covid weight. So this is it. Breakthrough M2 is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops and a structured, balanced diet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is also my mother's business. The drops support the body's ability to help and to clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need. Abnormal fat. While in the program, you'll take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts that help you and you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for a woman. Here we are, ladies. 20 to 25 pounds for men, you can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So for all my mods out there, I know, Suki, you have the link. Please drop the link for someone to sign up just to get more information on that. And when you guys use Woke 2021, you get 10% off and free shipping on this diet. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this has been about seven, eight years. My mom and my parents have been doing this business. I did this diet three years ago and I lost probably about 30 pounds in three weeks. It's all natural. I've done it. I'm going to be doing it starting in January to get all this COVID weight off of me. That's been accumulated since March from being home. And uh, I'm going to go through the journey with you. So go check it out. Breakthrough M2 Alula Wellness. It's really good. And you guys, I know... January's coming up and we're all going to want to lose weight. So there's that. So thank you guys for allowing me to plug that in there real quick. So let's get into this Maggie Haberman story. Scoop. Sydney Powell was in Oval Office last night as POTUS discussed making her special announce counsel on election fraud. So this is what this is the supposed story. Supposed story. Now, keep this at arm's length. This is New York Times. Among those pushing back on the idea, this is a this is a uh, a lawyer pushing back on Trump's idea. Pat Sapole Sapolone, Meadows, and even Giuliani, but Giuliani separately pushed DHS this week to seize control of voting machines to examine them for possible fraud. DHS said it has no authority to do that. The meeting got raucous with various administration members drifting in and out, and different people arguing. Pal told others they were quitters. Pe- people briefed on the meeting. So apparently, according to this, people were quitting, saying they were done. We don't want to go on with this. This is insane. And supposedly Powell was saying this as well, that you are all quitters. The fact of the meeting and Giuliani hope of seizing the voting machines has alarmed some of the president's advisors who see his desire to take his refusal to accept the election results as a dangerous new place. Meadows and uh, I'm not... Meadows and C strenuously and repeatedly objected to these uh, suggestions, saying there was no constitutional basis, according to the people briefed. And essentially, in the president's mind, special counsel is what DOJ meant happened with Mueller. But what was being discussed was Powell working inside the White House, and Trump came very close to hiring her per people briefed. And look, this is why I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, per people briefed, always anonymous sources, never a name to it. The typical New York Times tactics. Now, 
I'm not going to sit here and say this is true. This isn't true. The truth might be in the middle of all this. I don't know. I'm not really sure. But I saw a lot of outlets, including the Gateway Pundit, reporting on this as if this was fact. I am not willing to say that on this channel. I'm just not. I don't know why Maggie would be doing this unless to set up a whole nother week's worth of articles set for next week to, to slander and to smear Sidney Powell, Giuliani, and Trump even further and ex- completely extending this whole narrative that even Trump's advisors, even Trump's inside people are saying he needs to give up. This is ridiculous. I don't know. I'm not really sure, but that's as far as I really want to talk about that. Because I know Trump has been, we've been saying for a while, if Trump does a special prosecutor, which by by the media standards, they should. Russia's involved here. Mueller, remember? Why not with Hunter Biden? Why not with these voting machines? Why not with Swalwell? What's going on with all that? Double standards, ladies and gentlemen. Double standards is what that is. And what I am seeing here with the Democratic Party, I am seeing a fracturing. And to me, it's good. For them, it's bad. But I don't know if you guys caught this. I thought this was really interesting. From the New York Post, AOC was passed over by Democrats for spot on key house committee. And I feel like there's multiple reasons for this. Democrats on Friday shot down AOC's campaign for a prize seat on the House Energy and Commerce Committee, thank God, instead of appointing fellow New York Representative Kathleen Rice. The New York Congresswoman has been jockeying for the seat and lobbying colleagues behind the scenes, but Rice ultimately won in a vote of 46 to 13, political reported Friday. The committee oversees everything from public health to climate issues, foreign commerce, and consumer protection. Democratic lawmakers on the steering and policy committee were reportedly forced into an awkward vote Thursday when some members presented their views on who should win. Now, remember I played that video of Joe Biden literally talking about how Republicans were killing them in the, in the uh, election races because defund the police was coming out of the Democrats' mouth, AOC's mouth, the squad's mouth, and it was killing their numbers. When all the riots were going on, when they were just in their hay wind in, over the summer. Even the Democrats know the socialism right now is too much for America. It's too much. And AOC was put on the back burner again. And I'm sure her and the squad are are foaming at the mouths right now, just waiting for the opportunity to get Nancy out and to take over that party. Because that's exactly where that party's going to go. If, in fact, that party even exists after Trump gets in for another four years, I don't even know what the Democrat party's going to look like, let alone the Republican Party. I don't know what the political landscape is going to be looking like after all this is over. But what I do know is that these agencies like the border agency where Trump's still building his wall, they know damn well. And they're hearing comms from the bad people that want to get into into the country. They're hearing Joe Biden's border policy signals open borders to migrants, drug cartels, and traffickers. Deep state operations, the way these guys get their money. It's going to be back to business as usual. In an interview with Fox and Friends, Acting Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Mark Morgan said on Wednesday that the incoming Biden admin policies on border security and the border wall will signal that America's borders are back open again, open to illegal immigrants, drug cartels, and traffickers. They know it. The people on the ground know it. 
They know what the leadership looks like underneath Trump, and they know exactly what it'll look like because when it's not going to look any different than when Obama was president for eight years. It's going to go back exactly to the way that it was. And it's unfortunate, but we're seeing it. And hearing Joe Biden speak yesterday to... Uh, guys, help me. Who is this? What's this guy? Steve? Is this Steve Colbert? I think it's, it's Steve Colbert. Another irrelevant comedian for the left that's on that's on Comedy Central still. He did a interview with him talking about if the truth about Hunter Biden needed to come out, would it, for the better of the country, would you let it out? And, and uh, Biden said, yes, but you're going to see here that his wife is correcting him and literally, literally right in the middle of the you know, an interview. Check how cringe this is. Watch this. When it is such a personal attack because it's about family. But if it benefits the country, yes, I really mean it. Because we know who we are. We know You're a better man than I. I'm no, not no, sure no, if no, I can do wrong. that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not angry. It doesn't mean I wasn't angry. And it doesn't mean if I were back in the days in high school, I wouldn't say, come here, you know, and go around. But that, you have to take the highway. But, but <laughs> because, look, there's so much at stake. And the American people... I think they can smell the phoniness. Smell what's true and what's not true. You're damn right about that. You're damn right. I'm damn right. I can smell the bullshit through the TV. Wrap it up here. I do think. So good. The people, the American people can smell the fishiness. We absolutely can. We absolutely can. And just to wrap up tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen, just some special notes here from uh, more D-class about Durham, Peter Strzok and Carter Page from Catherine Heritage, newly classified text messages show. Carter Page denied knowing Russia at heart of Steele dossier allegations days before the first FISA. Again, showing that the that this investigation clearly started way before the FBI said it did. FBI has obligation to provide FISA court with intel that supports and undercuts their violence warrant application. And right now... Carter Page is in the middle of a lawsuit with FBI and others for all the damages that they've done. And these are newly just classified as showing that, again, the investigation, Spygate seems so not, not irrelevant, but so far away compared to what we're dealing with right now. There's just so many more important things we need to deal with. I hope to God we get some, uh, we get some room, get some clarity and some light on what happened there and we can expose these crooks. And one last thing here from Technofog. Take a closer look at scope of the Durham investigation. He is authorized to investigate any criminal violations, the intelligence, counterintelligence, law enforcement activities directed at the 26th presidential. And look at this. 2016 campaigns, plural, campaigns. That is the that is the word to pay attention to. It wasn't just Trump's campaign. What about Cruz? What about Rubio? What about the others? Q has pointed out multiple times that it wasn't just Trump that was spied on. Ted Cruz was definitely spied on as well. And who knows what the others are, are looking like. Durham is looking at all that. And that supposedly his investigation is moving along swimmingly. Last time we heard. And to end the show on a good night, as I always like to do, let's hear somebody from our military saying, where we go one, we go all. And that they have our backs. Patriots versus the swamp, all or nothing. Greetings from Valley Forge and Bunker Hill across the Delaware River on Christmas night. From Antietam to Gettysburg, the Alamo to San Jacinto, Manila Bay to San Juan Hill, Bellawood to Marne, Iwo Jima to Guadalcanal, 
Salerno to the beaches of Normandy, Inchon to the Chosen Reservoir, Port Chop Hill and Way City, Mogadishu, Fallujah, Ramadi, and the Korangal Valley. We are the sons and daughters of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King Jr., John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Ronald Reagan, and President Donald J. Trump. We come from Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, Central and South America, across all edges of the Pacific to the Atlantic. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. We're in this together. Where we go one, we go all. Thank you and God bless. I love that video. Absolutely love that video. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Guys, we got up to 4,500 viewers across platforms here. I cannot be more happier than that. You guys crushed it today. So before you guys head out, check out wokesocieties.com where you can have my, my stores there, my video replays and donations. If you guys are gonna send any donations, it's now through Cash App. But when you go to my store, I have plenty of things for you, your friends, your family, everything you could possibly need. We have the ornaments. Christmas ornaments, the 2020 participation trophy for all your friends out there. They'll make a good New Year's gift or a Christmas gift, letting them know we've all been through a shitty year together. Let's give someone a trophy for participating in the shittiness. Also, the woke, all the woke merch you can possibly want. V-necks, hoodies, hoodie t-shirts, all that good stuff. Defend the, defund the media, the V-necks for the ladies, coffee mugs, glassware, beer steins, water bottles, and of course, the Drunk Wives Matter Tumblr for all the ladies out there. The woke size beanie, it's cold. Get yourself a hat, we got it all. And of course, we have magnets now as well. And if you guys wanna become a monthly sponsor of the show, you guys can also go to wokesocieties.tv where you can sign up for as cheap, it's cheaper than a Netflix subscription. Or you can sign up for the entire year. Whatever you wanna do, that gives you access on your phone, your mobile, and it also gives you access to me on Roku. You guys can download my app right through the Roku channel, search for my Woke Societies, and it's all on there. And what I'm gonna do as well, I'm gonna also drop the link to my mom's business for the weight loss again in the chats. And if you could for me as well for the mods, drop those as well. That's again, alulawellness.com, Breakthrough M2. I'm sure we all need to lose a little bit of weight coming into uh, the new year with COVID going on, more people staying at home, not working out as much. It's a diet that'll change your life. I can promise you it's a diet that no one has ever, you have never have done before. I can promise you that. I've done, I did it a few years ago and I lost about 30 pounds in a little less than three weeks. All natural too. It's my mom's business. We're all here to support Patriot businesses. So thank you all. Thank you guys. Absolutely crushed it. It's 7.30. I'm going to hang out with you all just for a little bit here. And uh, it's going to be fun. Let's get into, uh, wow, the chest. The chest has almost a, has 800 lemons in it. That's awesome. Let's get that open. Actually, I'll open up in a little bit. I won't forget because I know you guys will come in with pitchforks and all that other garbage. What do we got here? Space shot. Top uh, one of the top contributors, Space Shot, one thousand, Busy fifty nine, one thousand, Heather nineteen seventy five, one point two thousand, Texas for Trump, one point two nine thousand, House Rat two point seven three thousand, Doctor J W C three, 
3.01,000 Hot Rod 73, 4.2,000 KHF Farmer, 4.47,000 Mark from Michigan, 5,100 and top contributor of the night. Coming in hot again, my boy, 2002 Patrick 2 with 10,700 lemons. Boom. You guys are awesome. The Woke Army is awesome. And uh, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. So what am I going to be doing next week? Because we got Christmas next week. I'm going to be on. I know I said uh, yesterday I was going to be on with uh, 412. Some things happened. It didn't. It, it fell through, but that's okay. I'm going to be on with 412 Adel on Monday for his show. Tuesday will be my live stream. Wednesday is going to be with Methods. And then I'm going to be probably, I'm going to be taking Thursday and Friday off. Christmas Eve and Christmas off, obviously. And then I'll probably be back on Saturday. So still going to be doing about four shows next week. So you'll still be seeing me around. So that is the plan for next week and all that good stuff. Methods show starts at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. He's going to be with uh, Uncensored Abe, another patriot, another brother in the fight. Smack in the middle of the fight of what we're all dealing with right now. What I'm going to do here for you guys... Let me get you Methods link. And if the mods can also too, drop Methods link here. Go give him a follow if you haven't already. His show starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, which is less than 30 minutes from now. And there you go, the Twitch chat. Let me hop over to Pilled real quick. All that good stuff. Almost 500 on Pilled. That's amazing. Amazing. We're, sk- we're, we're about 4,500 viewers maxed out across platforms and I we're so close to hitting that 5,000 mark can't wait looks like you guys are all having a good time in the pill chat which I see here Rich I see you always supporting me thank you sir for uh, always dropping the power chats when you do appreciate it guys yeah you guys are having a good time in the uh, good time in the pill chat which is awesome which is awesome Yes, Methods is also on Twitch. That is true. That is true. So, while we just hang out here, I'll see if there's any other uh, breaking news or tidbits that I can find here. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is good. You guys will like this one. Struggling New York City restaurant owners ban Andrew Cuomo from establishments. Yes! Yes, ban that disgusting human being from your restaurants. He's the one that's destroying it. Why would anyone allow this douchebag of a governor inside your establishment? No thanks. Look at this. Nine out of ten restaurants in New York City can't pay their full rent. They're being destroyed. New York City is destroyed. And he could care less. He doesn't care. He's still getting paid his salary. That's disgusting. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, well. Let me hop over here to the chats, guys. Thank you to my mods. Thinking Anon, did you have any uh, Did you have any trolls in the Twitch chat tonight? Because I don't think I saw any. This is, this is probably two or three nights now in a row. I have not seen any trolls on Twitch. And a few weeks ago, that was not the case. <laughs> not the case at all. And uh, looks like uh, that Wheezy Girl and Little Cat B and... And you, my friend, have taken control of the uh, of the Twitch chat. Thank you guys so much. Sookie, Universe, and the other mods here. 
Oh, and DLive, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Who just dropped a diamond? Bears beats BSG. Merry Christmas. Where we go on, we go all. Thank you so much for the diamond. Merry Christmas to you as well. Check the phone real quick. Make sure I didn't miss anything. No donations on the phone. Awesome. Don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah, no trolls in the Twitch chat. I love it. I love it. Does Woke's merch run small? Yes. We have extra small and small. For all the petite ladies out there, we have you covered. This sweater, my wife bought me this sweater. I have a couple of uh, Christmas sweaters. This one is, I all I want for Christmas is Trump 2020. The other one is all I want for, I just want a, a Merry Christmas. Plan words for America. They're really comfy. They're big and burly. And it's, it's freezing. We hit negative two. I was up last night. I'll admit, guys, I was I was I was doing my guilty pleasure last night. I was playing uh, Call of Duty with some of my uh, Anon friends, and uh, it was uh, I stayed up to about three in the morning, which I need to stop doing. <laughs> I, I checked my phone just to see what the temperature was. It was minus two in New York out here in New York last night. It was it was it's cold and it's cold now. It hasn't. I don't think it's peaked above freezing since we got our storm uh, Wednesday night. So just got a Ninjagini Health Heath World. We must believe. Absolutely. That's the thing, guys. I don't want you to think I'm losing faith. Blackpilling. You won't get any of that on this channel. I'm just feeling fatigued, worn down. Keeping up on this news, dealing with attacks behind the scenes that you guys don't even see. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. You feel the battle, battle fatigue. I know. There's no snow in Florida. I know when I go down there, I'm going to miss the snow. I'm going to miss New York, but I'm not going to miss the politics and the way it's ran, the taxes. It's so expensive living here. It's insane. And it's disgusting. I'd rather live in a state with uh, DeSantis where he isn't caved to the mob. Where I don't have to feel shame, shame for uh, not wearing a mask. That'd be great. How much snow did we get? We got almost two feet of snow. Which compared to last year, we got maybe 16 inches for the entire winter season. We already, we already, it's only December 19th and we crushed that. We got about a foot and a half to two feet of snow out where I live. And it's still, it's a mess. <laughs> House rat, the diamond. Thank you. I hear good news coming soon for y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Leaving soon. Am I leaving? Once our baby's born, and uh, yeah, I'll be out of here. We'll be out of New York, and I would love to come down to Florida. Love to come down to Florida. Rent a nice house, beautiful weather, can raise my kids in. That is, uh, that is the plan. Three feet of snow, mere lord. Two feet's enough to deal with. Three, jeez. Right now, the games I am playing are Call of Duty Black Ops, and I'm also, I also got Cyberpunk on my PC. And I gotta tell you, Cyberpunk, great game. Amazing game. I love it. All right. Gonna hang out here for just another minute. 
No, I'm not on PS4. I'm on PC exclusively. Coming from, yeah, coming from the fridge to the oven. That's fine. I've lived in New York my entire life. I will certainly miss some things about it, but I want to live in a state that, uh, just want to live in a state that I don't have to feel pressured or, uh, you know, just feeling ashamed for just having a different political belief because people out here, I don't know. It's just, it's awful. Don't forget the chest. Here it comes. Chest is open. 30 seconds. Thank you again for 2002 Patrick for another Ninja Gini. Merry Christmas and God bless you and your family. Merry Christmas and God bless you and your family as well, sir. Thank you for always showing up and showing the support. We had 31,000 lemons tonight. Amazing donations. You guys are fueling this fire. You're keeping this channel alive. It's because of you that I can continue to do this on a full-time basis. And don't ever forget that. We are doing this ourselves, completely independent of, of big tech, almost. Almost. So there you go. 2002 Patrick got some lemons, hot rod, Lynn's overt, over it, Lynn's over it. <laughs> That's a great name, actually. Lynn's over it. We're all over it, Lynn. We're all with you. Laura Dora and Didi, Didi and Kyra Jean. I probably butchered that. It's whatever. You gotta love me anyway. So thank you guys. It's been fun. I will see you all on Monday with 412 on his show at 4 p.m. Eastern. We're going to talk about whatever news breaks and all that good stuff. You guys know what I'm going to say. You all know it's coming. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Step in the-